This week, we're really going to talk about yourself and knowing yourself and how important that is to knowing your vision, feeling unclear about your vision, feeling unclear about your purpose, feeling unclear about your mission, oftentimes is a reflection of being unclear of who you are and saying, I'm not really sure who I am or what I want. And so today we're going to talk about how you can get clear about who you are, where you want to go, what you want to be doing, and doing it from a place of love and and introspection as opposed to a place of figuring it out from an external perspective. Let's start talking. Your vision is limited only by you. See yourself as the truly capable human being that you are. So it's not until you really see yourself as capable, not only capable, because oftentimes we know like I'm capable, I can do this. And we know that on an intellectual level, but then on a spiritual soul, internal level, that in, inner self-talk, do you really know? And it's beyond being capable, but really that you are a worthy human being, that you are worthy, you are enough. And getting to that point, then when you have this vision, because sometimes it's like when we start to get to know ourselves, it's like, okay, I think I know what my vision is. But then to fight for your vision, to fight for your mission can be difficult if we don't know that we are worthy and we are deserving. And so knowing internally that you are worthy and deserving, not on an intellectual level. I was talking to someone yesterday and we were talking and she's, she said, I know that I'm worth it and I know my worth. But I still feel like I am not, you know, not taking care of myself. I'm, I'm working myself to the bone and like all of these types of things. And it's like, and that's where it, I said, I said, well, yeah, oftentimes it's like, we know on an intellectual level that we're worth it, but sometimes we need to know it more on an internal level. We need to know it on a spiritual soul level that we are worth it. Because if we just know it on that surface intellectual level, that only gets us so far. That doesn't stop us from overworking, from not setting boundaries, from allowing everyone into our lives and allowing them to determine where we're going and what we're doing and what our mission is. We get to decide that. And if, you're, if you don't have that space of like knowing yourself, then it's hard for you to advocate for yourself. It's hard for you to continue to push your, your mission and your purpose when you're feeling like, it's you're being tugged and pulled in all these different directions. I have two other quotes to share for today. I'm going to be sharing those throughout. I am just so excited, kind of like taking a little a little aside is just this direction that I'm going with my coaching and the direction that I'm just going with how I'm serving and really focusing on change makers, visionaries, advocates that want to really create this vision and create change in the world and have this purpose but feel like either either one you're not sure of what that is or two that you feel like you're getting overwhelmed because it's like you have a family and you have your mission you have your mission driven organization you have your purpose driven organization but when you're there it's like you're feeling pulled away from your family when you're with your family you're feeling pulled away from that plus you're probably working a job too and you're feeling 
tugged and pulled in all these directions. And then that's causing this overwhelm, this exhaustion, which then can turn into physical health challenges, mental health challenges, feeling just emotionally overwhelmed. Because oftentimes when you're doing this mission-driven work, this purpose-driven work, it requires a lot of emotional intelligence, emotional energy, mental energy. And so when you're always spending that emotional and, and physical and mental energy on your work and not giving some of that to yourself, then you all of a sudden start getting on this spiral of burnout. And so that's the direction I am going with my coaching. That's the direction that this group is going. If you know of someone that has this mission that they feel like they want to accomplish and they don't know how to get started or they have an organization already, but they're not sure how to grow it in a sustainable way and make this create this lasting change, right? Because it's one thing to start an organization, but it's a whole other thing to actually see it through, to actually create that change and to create waves of change. When we get to this point of, I feel like I'm burning out or I feel like I'm just so overwhelmed, this feels like it's becoming a chore and and I know that it's, I know that it's meaningful work, but yeah, I, I don't have this drive behind it. My passion is kind of lost. And that happens because of us not having those boundaries and not taking care of ourselves, not creating these sustainable habits to help it become sustainable. Because that's the important thing. It's not just about creating change once, it's about creating lasting change. So then it goes beyond us being here. And that's where huge impact really where it is. It starts with the small impact and it starts with us, but getting to the point of knowing that it's like, if we want this to be lasting, long lasting change, a legacy that it has to go beyond us. And so in order to do that, we can't be burning out. I wanna share this other quote with you really quick. It says, a vision is not just a picture of what could be. It is an appeal to our better selves, a call to become something more. And so often our vision is an appeal to our better selves. Instead of saying the word better, but in our uh, aligned authentic selves, when we are in our authentic selves, as opposed to our conditioned selves saying like, I need to give, I need to give, I can't stop because if I stop, this is gonna stop. When you are more in alignment, with yourself and your authentic self, you're able to become quote unquote more and your mission is be able, gonna become more. Your mission is going to have more impact. It's going to create more change. You're gonna impact more lives because of not only being in alignment with yourself, but then taking care of yourself and knowing that you are worth it too. That if this mission is worth it, if this cause is worth it, you also have to be worth it. And it's not something that you're doing that is in detriment of yourself. You're doing it and you're able to grow together. The more you can work through your own healing, the more you can get that support, the bigger impact your mission is gonna have, the bigger impact your organization is gonna have. And sometimes that impact starts with one person, but then it grows beyond that. It creates that ripple effect. And so, Knowing yourself allows you to not only know what your vision is, but then when you start making decisions, that's where it's really important is your decision making. 
your decisions become clear, it's easier to say, yes, this is it. And no, this isn't it. And know that when you're saying no, that you're not feeling guilty saying no, because you have this clear vision. So the clear vision becomes clear when you become clear about who you are. And I've been on my own journey too. And sometimes too, there's layers of it too. There's layers of us getting to know ourselves. There's layers of this clarity of our vision because my vision, I, it's, I feel like this direction that I'm really being called to right now is where I've always been called to. But to some respects over the last couple of years, I've been afraid to, to take that step because I, I wasn't sure if I was enough to take in this direction. And so everything that I've learned from the clients that I've been lucky enough to work with and all the work I've done up to this point has prepared me for this. So my success is only gonna continue to grow and flourish because I'm actually following where I've been being pulled for a really long time, but I've been avoiding because of some of my own fear and worry about not being enough. And so it's like, I knew that I was enough to serve to serve at this level, but I didn't think that I was enough to serve at this level. And for me, it started off thinking like I wasn't even enough to serve anyone because it's like, who am I? So when I asked myself, who am I? What makes me so great? I had to learn those things. You know, we've done in workshops before and I do with my clients, the I am fabulous exercise, writing down 50 things that make you fabulous. And that is so important and so valuable. And that's a, that's a practice that I do not just once. I've done that several times because again, there's layers of it. There's layers of everything, layers of our healing, layers of our growth, layers of our confidence, layers of knowing yourself. And yes, Elena, don't say yes when you mean no. And that is so difficult because when you feel like you maybe are a people pleaser, and a people pleaser, oftentimes it's like you you don't want to disappoint anyone or you're afraid of what people will say or you're just afraid of disappointing people too. And so you say maybe when real, even like that maybe, that was something that I was like, that I held my hat on is like, I can just say maybe because then it's not a yes and it's not a no. And so I really have committed to even when like someone invites me to an event unless I need to like figure out my schedule I hardly ever put maybe on an event I either put I'm going or I'm not going because that maybe what that is doing too here's what a maybe does it keeps you in this limbo and it's you saying I'm not confident in my own decisions and initially it feels better because you say okay I'm not disappointing them by saying no but I also can let myself off the hook when I know I'm going to say no, but because I didn't say yes, then I feel like I'm not disappointing them as much. Here's the thing. When you say maybe to something, that person, in, in their eyes, it feels more like a yes than it feels like a no. And if you are saying maybe with this like feeling of like, I'm probably going to say no, but I'm just going to say maybe for now, because... I don't want them to feel bad. Oftentimes they're going to feel more disappointed because you said maybe, and at the last minute you decided to say no, than if you would have just said no right away. And now I also want to go to a side here that if you're experiencing trauma and all that kind of stuff, there is nothing wrong 
with canceling something last minute. If that's, you know, if that's what you have to do to take care of yourself, that happens. And that's something I've done. And we've talked about that before about like, you know, you can say yes. And if, if it is not right for you, you can change and say no. And, and you have to be willing to disappoint people. Oftentimes we use that maybe as a crutch to, to pretend like we're going to say yes, but in, in reality, we're going to say no. Let's stop using that. That's one simple thing you can do when someone asks you to do something. And if you can't say yes or no right away, you can say, I will let you know by this day or time, because then it also gives you that, okay, that's my accountability. I'm going to either say yes or no by this time. So it's not saying that you have to give a yes and or a no right away. You can be very clear. So actually today I have this meeting with a local nonprofit that is starting this program to help people with pregnancy, adoption, foster care, and infertility. And so I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm called to so many of those things. And so I had a meeting with the person who is the leader of this program last week. And then she was like, she invited me to be part of the planning team and the core team. I told her right away, I said, I don't know if I can commit to something like this because my time is very valuable and I have a lot going on. But, and then she's like, well, we actually have our first core team meeting next week. If you want to come and just check it out. And I said, okay. And I, and I, I made it very clear. I said, if I come to that first meeting, can I still say no? Because I would love to check it out and see the expectations. So I made it very clear at the beginning. It's like, I want to come to this meeting, but I want you to also know that me coming to this meeting isn't me saying yes yet. And so I had to be very clear and I was very clear. It's like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to make the meeting either, but I told her, I said, let me know, send me an email by Monday. And I will let you know by Monday. And she did that. So when you can be clear with your expectations, that not only helps you, it helps you, you when you can make those decisions for, for me. And here's the thing. I was not always this way. I would have been like, oh, maybe. Or I would have been like, yeah, this sounds great. This sounds great to like, because it does sound great. I do get excited about these things. But then in, in my mind, if I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't know if I can commit to it, but I'm just going to say yes. And then I overcommit myself to all of these things. And then I'm feeling drained myself because I felt like I don't want to disappoint all these people. But in the end, you end up disappointing yourself. You end up draining yourself. And then you take it out on your family. You take it out on your colleagues. You take it out on yourself with your health and all of those types of things. And so when you can start saying these things, being clear, be clear about what you want, be clear about what your needs are, be clear and say, hey, you know, right now I'm not in a place to say yes or no right away. If, if this is something that I can be flexible with, great. If it's not, then it's gotta be a no for me. So when you can get to that point, and so if you are someone who has a hard time making decisions, that goes back to that knowing yourself knowing that you are worthy, knowing that you are enough. And, and if you want to be able to be like, yeah, I want to be confident in my decisions, you have to be confident in yourself. You, you have to have that ability to know that it's okay to disappoint other people, even if it's people that you don't want to disappoint, even if it's something that sounds amazing. Having that ability to do that is so, so powerful. And it feels good when you start doing it because you know you are being clear. You know you are not stringing someone along and that you're being clear and direct and people appreciate clear and direct. They don't like when you're a maybe all the time and you're kind of stringing them along saying, oh yeah, oh yeah, this sounds great, this sounds great. And then all of a sudden it's like, nope, nope, this isn't for me. 
say no, but but don't stop inviting me. Yeah, right, exactly. One day I might surprise you and say yes. And you have you have that. So when we can be clear about our expectations or what they can expect from us, it just it's it works out in your favor and in their favor. This actually goes right. So the, here's our last quote that I want to share. Your vision will become clear only when you can look into your own heart. Who looks outside dreams? Who looks inside awakens? So it's just like two part. Your vision will become clear only when you can look inside your own heart. And those who look outside dream, those who look inside awaken. Oftentimes we have these dreams and there's nothing wrong with dreaming, right? And we're, I mean, we're talking about vision right now and visions and dreams are very similar. Not quite the same, but so when you're looking inside, you really awaken. And I even did a workshop, was it two years ago now? Where it was like, reawaken the dreamer inside you. That's that idea of when we know ourselves, <laughs> when it comes from inside instead of outside, we feel awake, we feel alive. And when we are in that, like when we are so aligned, we have so much energy. It's actually funny. So yesterday, Abigail woke me up at like 3.15 in the morning. She, well, I couldn't sleep. So she came in our bed and then I was there. And normally I just fall back asleep. But for whatever reason, I was tossing turn at all of these ideas because I've been talking to so many people. I've been talking to a lot of founders of organizations that are struggling a little bit right now. And I had all these ideas flowing around in my head. And finally, by four o'clock, I was like, I need to just get up. Because I realized it's like, I'm not going to try and force myself to fall asleep right now when I know I'm not going to be able to fall asleep. I'm actually going to get up and get some work done. And so I did. And I started researching things. I did all of this work between like four and six o'clock. And then by six o'clock, I'm like, all right, I'm going to go do my regular morning routine. I'm going to do my prayer. I'm going to do my journaling. I actually ended up not journaling. I forgot about it. But I did some morning movement. I took my shower, did all of those things. And then I was able to actually like go lay down and rest in bed because I was like, okay, I'm starting to feel tired now. So I laid down and rested for about 15, 20 minutes. Didn't really fall asleep. I had so much energy yesterday because I was in such alignment. And I was able to take like a power nap yesterday afternoon in between meetings because I had a full day yesterday. I have a full day today. And I took a quick like five to 10 minute power nap yesterday which was something that I definitely needed. <laughs> and then my last meeting was at like six o'clock last night. And, th and my first meeting was at 8 a.m. yesterday. And then today, again, this morning, a meeting at 9.30, school was delayed. So there was a little delay there. And then my last meeting today is at two o'clock that goes till about three. And then I actually have to drop off stuff for the retreat that I'm on co-hosting this weekend, a local retreat that I'm super excited for. But so um, the reason I'm telling you this is like, and yes, we need sleep, right? Sleep is valuable and important. And my energy is coming from being in alignment right now. That's where I have so much energy. And I, I actually woke up this morning before my alarm because I went to bed earlier last night. I went to bed before 10, which is like, I always want to go to bed before 10, but oftentimes I have a hard time doing that. And so I was happy that I went to bed before 10 o'clock, which meant I woke up before my alarm this morning. And but this morning I woke up and I felt tired, but I knew I wasn't going to be able to fall back asleep. So I just, I got up 
And again, I just like got things done. And then I went back down and I rested. And the reason I'm telling you this is even though I have two power packed full days in a row, I still create margin in my life that like, I actually just got off a meeting right before this, that I was celebrating a friend's book launch. She just launched a book. She's a cancer survivor. She is uh, coming out later in life. She person where she realized she was gay. And, and so she came out later in life and like is divorced and like all that kind of stuff. Like she's just like a really amazing, beautiful woman has gone through a lot and wrote, this is her second book that she actually wrote and I got to be on there. And so I went from there to this. I hardly ever go straight from one meeting to the next. My next meeting is at 15 minutes past the hour. So, and I purposely said that. So when I was trying to set up this meeting, I said, okay, I can meet at 1.15. Instead of saying, all right, I know I have my training from 12.30 to one. I could meet at one o'clock. Instead of saying that, I said, no, I can meet at 1.15. And now I'm very thankful that I did that because I have a meeting immediately after that one. And if I didn't say that, I wouldn't have had time to eat today. And that's not okay. So learn to start creating margin in your life to say yes to you, to know in yourself. And I know myself, it's like, I need to eat. Because if I don't eat, I'm going to be low energy and I'm going to get crabby. And the fact that I felt I kind of woke up kind of low energy, knowing that I have space in my day was super helpful. I've learned, I know who I am. So then when I'm on my mission, I know what to say yes to, I know what to say no to, and I know how to create margin in my life. So I'm not getting drained and burned out. So these are habits. This is a lifestyle I'm creating that you can create too. That you, it's really a necessity to create a lifestyle where there is this like slowness that not everything needs to be back to back. And oftentimes for me, I don't have more than three meetings a day and they're usually spread out throughout the day. So I have more margin, but even when I have a packed full day, I still am creating margin and that is so, so important. So for those of you that are helpers, that you are serving other people, create more margin in your day even if it's just a few minutes, just to breathe a little bit, just to get out of one room and go to another room, to take a deep breath outside, whatever that is. And that's, you knowing yourself, what is, what is it for you that you're going to do that you know you need? And only you can figure that out. And you figure that out by knowing yourself. And knowing yourself is so powerful because when you know yourself, you have, a, you have that clear vision of who you are, you, then you know what your vision and mission are, and, and you can clearly say yes and no to what is in alignment, where you want to go, and, and the impact that you're going to make. That's how you start creating more impact. So that is the end of our training today. Again, I so appreciate each and every one of you. Next week, we're going to talk about vision and, and action and execution with your vision. And then Moving into February, we're going to talk about self-love because, of course, February is the month of love. I'm sending you all so much light and love, and I cannot wait to see you soon.